Welcome in. It is unscripted. My name is Timothy Lindsay. Aaron McLaughlin is to your right or to your Hello. left. In radio, they always do this when they're like when they're doing a broadcast of a sport. They talk yeah. about how the team is moving from right to left on your radio dial, which kids now okay. are just like, what are yeah, they I talking what, about? I don't even know what that means. I'm not that much younger than you. Well, if I'm driving and if I'm driving and I'm listening to um uh what's his first Spotify name? in my car. Well, no, uh yeah, so I'll I'll regionalize this. If I'm listening to uh, Bob Sochi and um okay. uh call the Patriots game. He would say uh, Patriots are, you know, mo uh, moving left to right on the radio. So you, so if you were sitting in the stands, you're watching them drive down the field to your right, as it were. Sure. I, it's a thing people do. So that's why I was just saying it's she's either on your left or your right. Um, it's a thing people say. Okay. Yeah, because I don't know. Because I feel like we do this, and uh, and then then I view the video, and then I'm like, oh, she was on the other side. Oh. <laughs> are yeah. we all sufficiently confused? Awesome. So yeah. unscripted. Well Unscripted, we put together, uh, we want to have conversations with people that have leaned into their passion and they are pursuing, um, you know, their one true love or their uh, something that may, may have always been on the back burner. Uh, a few of the people that we do have coming up, we've got a friend of ours who uh, is in the restaurant business. We have a friend of ours who is actually uh, does do sports, not necessarily play by play, but is involved in with sports. Okay. Um, coming to a theater near us soon. This yeah. week, we wanted to talk about um, it's October. So we're going to talk about, um, the crucial catch of catching all the cancers and we don't sure. mean catching, but catching the symptoms and maybe sure. intercepting the problem of, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like early detection, early that, detection. That's yeah. what we're looking for. And yeah. to be completely transparent, um, we've had a little bit of a hiatus because we had, uh, some appointments and some yes. things going on. And we're yeah. going to talk about that today. So we sure. do want to focus on, the sure. fact that um, Erin has uh, had her her battle that continues with it. Yes. You said it was really funny the other day when you said it because um, cancer is hysterical. Uh, you said it's, the other day you, you referenced mean, the fact how you got the easy one. So oh, I'm yeah, going to dive deep into yeah. that. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I did want to reference the fact that we just want to talk about in general. You and I yeah. have been talking the last week that people are just sort of getting maybe a little lax and wherever you stand on COVID-19, whether you feel oh, it's yeah. real, this just in, it's real, or you think <laughs> it's not real, whatever the case may be, just, we, it's become. Well, I think the president found out it's real. Yeah, it, there's there's such a comfort level with it. Yeah. That uh, sort of to reel it all back in, and especially right now where we're going into most people that have children, they're back at school. Some of them might be remote learning, but kids are back at school. We're seeing those numbers happen yeah. um, locally for us with uh, with the, the Patriots here in New England. Uh, Cam Newton uh, down right. for the count. Apparently, he might be back to practice later this week with a couple more good tests. Uh, Stefan Gilmore, defensive player of the year, defensive back for the Patriots, popped today. They canceled practice. Um, and uh, there's also a guy on the practice squad, so you can see a few more numbers there. So, it's ironic that baseball got through everything. They're into the playoffs now. They should be okay. Hockey finished. Basketball is about to wrap up. Friday night, the Lakers can wrap that up. And they all bubbled. Well, that's so the question what I was just was, ask. Didn't baseball, baseball like shut it down though? Like they were, or am I just thinking about, so like I know basketball, they were like at, they were all staying in the same hotel. Like they were, they were basically like in an athlete camp, right? Like, and they were playing games with no spectators. Sure. And, you know, I think um, it's interesting that, cause 
these different sports have handled it different ways in terms of they're all doing testing, yeah. but what's happening when they leave the, leave their, their work location, right? Yeah, so like we can't control adults when they go home at the end of the night. After well, no, but the, the NHL so, bubbled. Right. And that's the what season. I'm, the NBA bubbled for the remainder, both right. of them for the remainders of their season right. they bubbled up. The major league baseball um, did not bubble up. Right. And, at and the they very, had like entire teams that got sick, right? At the very yeah. onset. Yeah, the Marlins at the very onset yeah. uh, had an issue. So what the problem there is, what city were you in yesterday when you were asymptomatic that we right. don't know if you, you lick somebody else's face? You, they have yeah. to be afraid. They have to warn the team they're about to play, maybe right. blow that series up. Right. And then um, the, what they do know is because there were some some very infamous guests on uh, a few different podcasts. We'll call them. <clears throat> what's the term I'm looking for? Um, I don't know. Maybe it, I don't it, it know might what be, you're gonna say. It I'm might a be. Afraid. It might be Instaho. Maybe it's just Instagram star. Some Instagram sure. stars okay. that were being invited into the bubbles. You yeah. know, just to just to play like Cards Against Humanity or something like that. Pro- probably completely innocent. Um, okay. Some girls were broadcasting on certain shows that they went in and entertained many of the teammates. Excellent. Yes. So, so that's, you know, the, right. <laughs> there's patient zero for you. So, so, that's so that was happening, but yet they got through it. Working. The right. NFL, if you watched Hard Knocks, I know you and Maddie watch Hard yes. Knocks. Hard Knocks focused this year on the Rams and the Chief, uh, the Chargers because they're both in Los Angeles. They wanted to focus on SoFi, gorgeous new stadium, the size of Rhode Island. And right. in doing so, every day at camp, everybody's getting scanned up, getting the thing shoved up their nose. Yeah, They all had a very Fitbit-like thing on their wrist that would go off and turn red if you were within six feet of another, of another it was, I don't right. know what the wrist packet is called. They did a really good job, but now they're starting to pop because these guys are back in their cities. They're back right. with their families. And yes, they're going out. The, the rumor is that apparently Cam Newton, quarterback for the Patriots, went to the mall. And right. I, can't, I can't fault him for that. If he goes, he's not touching any doors. He's opening stuff with his elbows. He goes in for a pair of socks. He begs the question, don't you have somebody who go, can go buy your socks? Yeah, and I don't know what he was buying. Thanks. Like, yeah, it, it, I mean, honestly, if you're like a human being who likes to be around other human beings, yeah. like this is for this is I'm over it. Like I saw someone yesterday, <laughs> a teacher, a mom that I, I I taught with a few years ago, and she's a mom in town, and we were dropping our kids off for field hockey practice. Practice, so strange. Okay, like we can't even within the same town get consistent. The soccer players mm. on the field over were playing with their masks on. Mm. Okay. Yep. Practicing with their masks on. The next field, our kids are playing field hockey, no masks. They don't need them, but the parents can't stay. And ah. so there's like signs of like, you know, like this is the drop off zone and there's like little posted things. And yep. so we can only walk and it's like one at a time and we walk to drop the kids off and the kids are not allowed to touch the ball. And I think because they're less on top of each other, maybe, I mm. don't know, in field hockey, I have no idea. But anyways, I saw this other mom and um, I was like, I'm so over this now. She's like, oh my gosh, I've been over this for five months. Okay. Yeah. She's like, welcome to the party, Aaron. I'm like, oh yeah, no, I'm I'm done too. So I think like, you know, of course he probably had someone who could go to the mall, but like, 
I want to go to the mall. Yeah. I don't want to be at home in a bubble and then just go to work. You know, it's just, it stinks. Well, it's the warm, well, somebody said the warm buffer. Why do you get a cheeseburger from McDonald's every day? Cause I'm a guy <laughs> in a free country and I like cheeseburgers. Like, so I, I appreciate that. Well, we've got Aiden. Aiden will start a five weekend um, series with Saturday tournaments. It can only be one of us there. Yeah. So his little brother can't go. Either myself or the wife will go and stand on the sideline. They have to enter the field during practice on his practice nights from their designated corner where their pod right. is out. When they get their helmet on, if they have their helmet on, and I should say when they have their helmet on, they don't need to be masked up. If they're on the sideline, they're supposed to have some sort of a pull-up or something. Um, the coaches have to wear a mask when on the field, but like the coaches are trying to communicate and yeah, it's a nightmare. It, it's yeah. We're going to have to get used to it. Cause I, I, I said to my boys a while ago, I think we might be in for an existence of, uh, cause if you look, remember after like H one R one or whatever it was called, and there was the H one N one swine yeah. flu, all the things. Yeah. If you see any footage and they're just doing like, you know, B-roll background footage yeah. of a story over in Asia. You see everybody milling about with a mask on. Yeah, it's commonplace. And, yeah. And I think it it might become, I think as we get into like the next full season of this being a thing, you're going to see more and more of it. You, well, you see Pelosi. She's always got Donna Karen. She's got branded masks. Right. Pelosi's just like, you know, it's like a $400 mask she's wearing, but it's, you know, it matches her outfit and all that kind of stuff. I think that's going to become more commonplace. Like Aiden right now has like, um, um, I'm trying to think of the brand that he loves. He loves a lot of brands. Anyway, he's got branded masks because he's a beautiful princess and he wants to look good at school, right? Till further I mean, notice. You, my kids too. They, you know, well, my little one not so much, but my older one absolutely. Middle school, you need to. Yep. It, let me. It doesn't match my outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Hollister. That's what. That's what Bubba has. Hollister. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So yep. so, all that being said, we 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 had been talking about that and we obviously wanted to address uh because rather than just not talk about it let's talk about it it's it's october we do have uh quite a few friends that we work with who have as of late very recently also been battling breast cancer it's something that we're yes. doing at our company we're doing a flamingo friday thing everybody flamingos up on friday we're flocking yards to raise money for cancer yeah uh, i guess um just to create a little more awareness talk about um, what you went through and what you're continuing to go through just so people have a better understanding. Cause you joked the other day and I was thinking of it like the next day I laughed cause you were so, you were being sarcastic. You were being nonchalant yeah. and cavalier and you're just like, yeah. Cause I got the easy one. Yeah. Everybody says, easy, Oh, that's the, that's the easy one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So in the world of cancer, uh, thyroid cancer is considered the easy cancer. Mm. Um, and don't so it's ever a fun little weekend. Yeah, it's a little we it's a fun little weekend. Anyone like anyone who's listening, if you a friend or family member says that they have thyroid cancer, please don't say, well, it's better than breast cancer. Cancer sucks. I don't care what kind of cancer yeah. it is, it sucks. Yep. Um, and you know, <laughs> so I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. Oh boy, in um 2018 now? No, mm -hmm. 2019. Uh, yeah, 2019. And I had my thyroid removed um, in May of 2019. So it's been a little over a year. Mm. And um, I had I had four um, cancer tumors in my thyroid. 
that um, I found after we came home from a um, we came home from a conference, and uh, my voice was raspy, yeah. and it wasn't getting better. And some clients um, and some coworkers and a few different people are like, "Are you sick?" I was like, "No, I'm not sick." Um, and my voice and I was having a hard time swallowing water. Mm. Um, I was going to say, what, what was the tipping point that you knew? Okay. If I know what a sore throat feels like, like what was, what was the thing that said, I've got to go see somebody. So, well, so it's like, it, it backtracks even earlier. Like when, when I had my second daughter, um, I had something called postpartum thyroiditis for about a, a little over a year, which is essentially an autoimmune attack to your thyroid. So mm -hmm. it's like an in infection in your thyroid. Um, at that point, um, you can get it after you have a baby. Um, you can, men get it too. It's it just sort of, it can happen as a result of an illness or stress to your body. And mm -hmm. um, you end up kind of with an attack on your thyroid. So I had that um, and it just, it didn't recover in what is a normal amount of time. Yep. Um, so it can last as long as a year. Mine went 18 months, which is longer than normal. Um, and was at that point diagnosed with um, Hashimoto's disease. I had been diagnosed with thyroiditis in the past. I just sort of had a wonky thyroid, but yeah. um, at that point, she's nine. Um, I had an ultrasound of my thyroid at that point. I had two little, um, almost nothing tumors and one that was like iffy, right? Yeah. Like I had two, they weren't even worried about. And one, they're like, it's not quite the size that we need to do anything about. Uh, we'll wait and see. I wasn't on any medication for thyroid, nothing like it, it kind of subsided. Yeah. Um, so when we got back from that trip, I, I had not been feeling well. I had like over, it had been a while. I was having a hard time sometimes swallowing. Yep. Um, I was feeling tired. And if you know me, I'm kind of like the energizer bunny. I just go, go, go. So I was, I was tired and that wasn't normal for me. I'm just making a quick note here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, always, I, I mean, I, everybody has that friend who's a hamster on crack. That would be you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've never get in really... the van. Where are we going? Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh yeah. The van doesn't have any tires. We'll figure it out. Get in the van. Yeah. So, and I would like get a good night's sleep and it just wasn't, I wasn't recovering. Yeah. Um, and then really, I think the like final thing, was it, you would think not being able to swallow would be the final thing. Yeah, it's all but, right. I'll push through. It's going to be fine. It's going to be great. Get in the van. Like, that's what you would think, right? But like for me, the, the final, like I got to go to the doctor yeah. was that um, my voice was strange. So, uh, which is a symptom of thyroid cancer. Yeah. Um, but my voice just didn't sound like my voice. And I had, um, I, I had vocal training for years and years and years. Um, so my uh, being attuned to the sound of my voice was, I was very aware of it for a yeah. while. And it wasn't until other people were starting to say something that I was like, okay, this is, it's not just me being a weirdo thinking my voice sounds funny, right. you know, like, um, so that was the point where I called the doctor and was like, I think I need to be seen. Um, yeah, for me, my blood work was all normal. Um, and she actually started to scream me for depression, which is really funny. Um, 
And I was like, can you stop with the mental health screening? Something's wrong. I really feel like something's wrong with my thyroid. Oh, she wasn't talking about that like from an attach rate, like, hey, people that battle this tend to go into depression. She was this, she was this calling was like that before I got diagnosed. So oh, okay. Like, okay. I went in and I was like, hey, I need an appointment. I think something's going on with my thyroid. Um and so I went in and uh, she was like, oh, you know, it's a little bit swollen, but let's do some blood work. And, oh, your blood work seems okay. I mean, I don't know. And she started to scream me for depression. I was like, well, listen, I know <laughs> what you're doing. Well, and, and I, and I fear I'm going to pronounce it wrong. I think I know how yeah. to say it right. Mun Munchausen's disease, right? When people that it's are sometimes people that battle clinical depression, Go down yeah. the pathway of Munchausen's disease because you you are constantly um you think heading, you have heading, things heading into, for medical help because you're just looking for attention. Typically, typically it will happen with a parent and they're imposing it upon a child. Yeah, so that's so, by proxy. So yeah. that's Munchausen by proxy. Okay. Yeah. And I've I've experienced or witnessed that as a yeah. teacher, and yeah. it's not great. Um, you know, that it's a serious mental illness, right? Sure, so, sure. um, I, I think you I was feel like that's where she was sort of leading with it. Like you're making it up a little touch, maybe um, nothing against her. It's, it's part of what they do, but yeah, I think they're so trained to screen for mental health at this point, which is important sure. and, and, uh, you know, absolutely our medical professionals need to be screening for mental health. Right. Yeah. Um, but interestingly enough, thyroid cancer is one of the cancers that is, it takes a really long time on average, two to four years to get diagnosed Wow. Um, for some people. And, um, you know, because the onset of symptoms is sort of, it's not, it's like lackluster, right? You don't really know. It's, it's like you present, like, I'm a little it's tired. the easy one. It's not very yeah. exciting. Yeah. Like I'm tired. I sometimes have a hard time swallowing water. Yep. Um, my voice sounds weird. Yeah. Like all that's, it's sort of like, what are you talking about? It doesn't, right. you know, it's the, and I don't know. It just, but ultimately I got sent for an ultrasound and um, that's when they were like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. We need to send you to a specialist. Something's I went, here. Yeah. Yeah. And I went, and then, so I, you know, it, was kind of like a lot of doctor's appointments. Um, thankfully was able to get my thyroid removed pretty quickly um, at the time that, so one of the reasons people are sort of insensitive around thyroid cancer is because we have such a high success rate in terms of sure. life, right? So sure. like we have, it's like an 85% cure rate, um, <clears throat> but the, your life, quality of life after having your thyroid removed is greatly changed. Yeah, um, I hadn't noticed. For, yeah, <laughs> for some of us, um, we have a higher recurrence rate than others. Um, mm. Thyroid cancer is one of the cancers that is never considered actually fully in remission, um, which a lot of people don't realize. They think like, oh, they took your thyroid out, they give you medicine yeah. and you're done, yeah. you're good. Um, so for me, I had my full thyroid removed and then uh, one of my parathyroids because it was wrapped up in my cancerous thyroid. So it had to go. Um, your parathyroids actually, they monitor and control the calcium level in your body, yeah. which 
most people don't realize controls your muscles. <laughs> so um, it, it, it's what calcium, your cal you, you think bones, right? But calcium also doesn't, it serves another function in your body, which is to keep your heart pumping and your blood moving around your body and your muscles um, from involuntarily tightening up. And um, so I had to have two, I, they never found one. We all have four, every human being has four parathyroid glands. I have um, three now, two that were transplanted during my surgery, which is really oh. weird. Interesting. Yeah. They're, they're basically the size of a grain of rice, maybe a little bit smaller huh. and they can move them. Sometimes they'll even put them in your wrist. Mm, okay. So they yep. Skip a bit. Skip a bit. <laughs> this is where I get squeamish. Yeah. It's like, like I can watch I, Nova. I, I can watch him cut some fat bastard open and then do an open heart yeah. surgery on him. As soon as you start talking about grains of rice in your wrist or like the plate. Yeah, so like biology class when my teacher was talking about white, like white T cells, platelets. I can feel the platelets bouncing off my vein walls. I'm like, like start cat gagging. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can watch well, I it. Mean, I can't I, talk about it. I grew up in a medical family, so I can talk about all of this stuff. No, right? I'm good. Yeah. Um, la, 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 la. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, as a result of that, I have, um, I also have a parathyroid condition. So my parathyroid glands are sometimes working well and sometimes not. And um, it will cause like crankiness and my whole body will kind of lock up. I'll have yeah. muscle spasms, um, headaches, fatigue. It's sort of like the flu times 10 um, when it gets out of, out of whack. Um, I feel and, like you had something going on before or after surgery and, and you were telling me like, like you couldn't get off the couch or I forget what it was. Some like Maddie had to carry you upstairs. I forget what it was, but you had something that reminds yeah. me of what you just described. Yeah. So my calcium. So yeah, it's like a whole other thing, but my surgery went pretty well, except for the fact that my parathyroid glands really took a beating during the surgery. Yeah. Um, so I ultimately ended up with a, another week in the hospital trying to get my calcium back yeah. to normal. Um, I, I had every symptom of low cal calcium, which is kind of crazy. So my calcium, I think at its lowest was like 7.1 or 7.2 at seven, you either have a stroke, cardiac oh, arrest, that's fun. or a seizure. Like Easy one, though, don't forget. Yeah. So I was like borderline, um, yeah. And you, you basically get like tetany in your whole body. So your whole body like locks up and twitches. And yep. um, I had auditory hallucinations, which my doctor thinks is really awesome because he's like, I've never heard anybody actually get that far because wow. you usually like die. Right. So I was like, <laughs> so you were hearing voices. Yeah. So I didn't hear, I didn't hear voices. Okay. Uh, my auditory hallucination. So it's actually part of, it's part of that. So if, uh, anyone who has your thyroid removed, be on the lookout for this. It starts with twitching and tingling and yeah. it's sort of like pins and needles and it progresses. Right. So um, when I got to the really low part, yeah, we were watching a movie and I was like, does this sound weird? Oh, like, boy. It sort of was like the Charlie Brown voice and oh, underwater oh, at the same time. Oh, yeah. And so everything sounded really like 
drawn out and strange huh. and like yeah like I had a head full of cotton underwater it was very very weird so I was kind of hearing sounds not the way they were so yeah. yeah I did some people will actually have like visual hallucinations I did not have that I don't think um but <laughs> I just yeah and then spent a week in the hospital and then I spent um another month probably uh going to have my blood drawn every well for the first two weeks it was every 24 hours every and then it was every 48 hours and then I graduated to like every week um I absolutely looked like a drug addict I had like they I had so much scar tissue they couldn't even find me places to draw my blood anymore um yeah, it was awful. Like I was on a first name basis with um, Evie at the uh, lab because <laughs> she'd be like, come on in, honey. All right. Like we're running out of spots. Right. I'm like, and she's like, you got to ice when you get home. I'm like, oh, okay. Yep. You know, like, yep. um, and then I graduated to like a week and then every two weeks. And now I'm on the um, three month plan of getting my calcium checked. So okay. um, I think I just, I just had a doctor's appointment and I think I may be able to wait every six months that's that's the goal for the next one sure so yeah easy cancer right it's the easy one so from watching <laughs> yeah it's not uh and you've lived through it as and, as and uh, MMR. yes yeah so when i think it was uh i I've, he's on hgtv his name's i think it's uh tyreek i he flips out in california a viewer watching their show yes noticed a protrusion on his neck Tarek El Musa. yeah and they and they they emailed or whatever the producers and he looked into it and he got early detection because somebody who was aware of it watching the show said that looks odd yeah so, so a nurse actually it was a nurse um and he bummer for him and i'm so like just as another thyroid cancer survivor like I'm really proud of him right now because he's being really open about what he went through where yeah. I don't think he was so he ended up with a lot of um difficulty he also ended up with testicular cancer at the same time wow. so he had his thyroid removed which is your hormone it is the sort of the some people will call it like your second brain. It controls yeah. so much of your body. Yeah. It controls your body temperature. It controls your, um, just the, your ability to think clearly, um, your mood, like uh, your immune system, everything. It, mm. And so he had that out. And then within a short amount of time was also diagnosed, I think with testicular cancer and ended up on an additional hormone replacement, which caused all kinds of other issues so he has like a lot of hormone problems too that, that he's been more public about it yeah um yeah so he had a protrusion and if you see if you ever watch his scar my scar is up here yep so his scar is down here um which means that he probably had a lot of lymph nodes yeah. involved yeah so he had what's called a neck dissection as well um I know it's you get to know all these things though, right? Yeah, so like yeah, yeah. feeling my good. Scar is right here. Um, this is it. And I yeah. just had my thyroid taken out, but he probably had all kinds of stuff taken. I had samples taken out, but I didn't have to have the rest of my right. hopefully I will never have to. Um and yeah, and 
And then, you know, who else is, um, so there's a few like famous people who have had, and they have some like the girl who does, um, oh, what's the show? The Good Witch. I can't think of her name. She was, on, was she on JAG? Um, oh God, I have no idea. No so idea. she's the, she's the lead in that show and she is a gnarly scar. Her yeah. is that. Yeah. Um, and, and then, um, what's his name from Shark Tank? He's always sharp dressed. Damon? Yeah. Yep. Also yep. thyroid cancer survivor. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a few like, um, people who right now in our current culture are talking about it publicly, yep. which I yep. think is important because it's one of those cancers. So for me, had I not pushed, I actually had a really aggressive one um, that, so while <laughs> thyroid cancer has an 85% cure rate, um, there are a few types of thyroid cancer that are really aggressive and grow quickly and can be a problem. Yeah. Um, I had one of those. Um, but early detection is the biggest difference. Like now I'm just like, they got it all. Yeah. Um, I have a very low chance of recurrence, um, because of, you know, basically the tumors were fully encapsulated, nothing yeah. had spread. Yeah. Um, so that makes all the difference where I have, you know, other friends that I've met during the journey that had the same type of cancer that I had. Um, and they have had to do chemo and they've had to do multiple surgeries yeah. of a friend who's done four surgeries and, you know, it, there's no end in sight. And it's because it's continuing to spread because right. they got diagnosed later in the process. Right. right. So well, for detection sake too, cause I think, you know, and I know, yeah. I know guys know this, but the misconception is yeah. men could also get breast cancer. Yes. Should be checking yeah. for colon cancer, prostate yes. cancer. The yes. same way a woman would check in the shower for her breasticles. Yes. Uh, guys should be checking their testicles. Yes. You know, yes. I mean, any, any yeah. that feels out of place, you should be looking into, you know, having that further examined. And what the problem is right now, and this has been since March. Yeah. A lot of preventive things that may have taken place. Yes. People have avoided the hospital because it's not a great place to be. Uh, I can, I can do it later. I've put it off this long. I'll put it off a little bit longer. I think the window and and we, we're not, I mean, who knows whether we'll see the numbers or not. I think there will be an uptick in people that will be bad. The numbers with cancer diagnoses, and unfortunately, a lot of stage five, if you know what I mean, is going to take place because people didn't get to it in time. When you think of pancreatic, you, yeah. your friend could find out about pancreatic cancer tomorrow and be gone next Thursday because it just, you know, and, and others too, but like, I've got so many people that I know that have loved ones that had something like that. And it just, those ones seem to act so quickly, so quickly. Yeah. Well, there's some cancers that just move fast or mm. unfortunately, by the time you're symptomatic, they've, they've progressed so they've set far up camp. Yeah. that yeah. you, you don't, you know, that, so that you're dealing with a couple different things, right? So you're dealing with like, you know, for me, I had something called, called tall cell that just tends to multiply fast, right? Like it just goes quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, they didn't even know that until they took it out. So my biopsy showed cancer, but it didn't show specifically that type. So um, I was stage one 
but because I had this other type of cancer, um, you know, it was really important that they got everything. And I ended up having to do something called radioactive iodine last December, um, where I swallowed radiation. Oh, I remember that you a bubble girl. Yes. Yeah, you were in a Ziploc bag for what, a, um, five days, seven days? Yeah. So it was seven days altogether. Yeah. I was radioactive. And the craziest <laughs> part is that like, if I had come in touch with you or my family, um, I could have damaged your thyroid, which is so crazy yeah. to think about. Um, the cure they, for you could have been trouble for somebody else. Yeah. Right? Weird. Because it kills any thyroid tissue in your body. Mm. And um, yeah, and it, it's pretty amazing because it lives in you for like six months. It, it like peaks at six months. So even this summer, it was still working yeah. on any cells that may have been left behind from my surgery. But what's really crazy. So you go into this, like the nuclear medicine ward of the hospital. Like you're and you should, yeah. if, if you ever like run into somebody who had thyroid cancer, now I run into them all the time because, you know, it's just, I'm very open about it. And um, interestingly enough, like, I think I just sort of like end up randomly meeting people. Like I was in the car mechanic one day and there were three of us in there, one also a survivor and he was from a nuclear fallout. Wow. And then the, uh, a young kid in his twenties, his mom was a survivor and she was like, just had her thyroid removed like within a couple of weeks of being and none of us knew each other we're just sitting waiting yeah. for our cars right yeah so i kind of run into these people now all the time so if you ever hear somebody from the 70s tell you a story about what they had to do it's crazy like they did crazy stuff in the 70s to people but anyway i had to go into this nuclear medicine ward they had on like like gloves like it looked like something from like a world war ii movie yeah and they bring in like a metal box <laughs> Not even kidding. I should have taken pictures with the like nuclear like, football and the codes. Yeah. Metal box. Yep. And then they have to like punch in the thing, open it inside. It is a cylinder. No, thank you. Keep going. Like a metal cylinder. And okay. inside of that is the glowing is, tube is the little like, you know, a prescription bottle. Okay. With one pill. In it. Oh my God. For me to swallow. Yeah. Like if it needs to be in all that stuff, do I really need to swallow it? Isn't that unbelievable? Then they have to monitor you for 45 minutes because if you vomit it up, it becomes a nuclear event, like a radiation event. No pressure. Don't get sick or we have to Don't evac the hospital. Seriously. That makes 0, 0.0 sense. So I'll ask the guy a question. What happened when you pooped? It's coming out. Oh, it smelled horrendous. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just meant like, did you have to, did, did Maddie have to put in a new commode? Cause now oh, that's yeah, so, clear. Oh, no. So that's a real question. So like, that's real. So like you can't <laughs> use, you can't share your bathroom. Like you can't like, okay. you can't, you can't, um, they can't. Use Is your town water. on septic or you go to city water? Yeah, we're on septic. So if there's radiation in my septic tank. Nobody should smoke out back by the pool then apparently, right? Uncle un Uncle Tony throws a cigarette, the whole yard goes up. Yeah, yep. So yeah, you can't use the same, like your family can't use your bathroom for the entire time. Sure. Um, 
Yeah, and like you're supposed to, um, you know, it like, smelled horrendous. It did. It was like not what I was things. asking, but I love that you shared. Yeah. <laughs> I hey, listen, I'm from a medical family. I, I will tell you anything. What else do you want to know? You were in on the hopper screaming, "Are you shitting me?" Yeah, I was like, "What is Dad? What's up? wrong with mom? She's fine. It's gonna be fine. She's in there no. for four more days. Don't worry about it." Oh my God. It was awful. Yeah. Like Matt would knock on the door and like put food on a tray. And I had like, um, I had to like handle all my own, like I had a trash can in my room right. and I had, yeah, like all the things. Yeah. Cause that's the easy cancer. So yeah. Well, let me ask you this then. Do the girls have a higher probability? Is there more of a proclivity for them to get thyroid or any type of cancer because you had it? So what's weird. And I guess is, you could ask that for all. I'm just thinking we've got, we, we've got friends who, you know, a, a lot of people that you and I know that have recently battled breast cancer. When you go down the yeah. breast cancer path, there's the BRCA path. If yeah. you're, if your mom tests for that, you have a higher probability of having it. So you test for it, which skews your numbers. So do the girls, do the girls scan so, earlier than you did as a kid or a young lady now because of that or or what and yeah, if you so don't mind girls, sharing your mom and all that stuff like yeah no so my girls um and they're due for blood work right now actually so they um they do have regular thyroid blood work now um, they have a higher chance for thyroid disease. Okay. Um, so thyroid cancer is kind of a funny one. There are a lot of people who end up with thyroid cancer who never had thyroid disease itself. Okay. Having thyroid disease alone doesn't necessarily open you up to a higher likelihood of, of thyroid cancer. Um, unless you have Hashimoto's. Hashimoto's okay. thyroid um, disease, because it's an attack on your thyroid, yeah. it has a higher chance of creating thyroid cancer, right? So um, the thing about thyroid cancer is that they don't really know what causes it other than um, really like nuclear fallout. So honestly, it's crazy, like Chernobyl. Yeah, and, right. Um, interestingly enough, there is a very high number of cases of thyroid cancer um, for people who lived in New York City around 9-11, sure. which I did. Um, so I don't know if that's like, I already had a weak thyroid and then living in New York city during that time. Yep. Um, there are some studies that show that there's been a tremendous uptick in thyroid cancer um, since that event. Um, so I don't in that for people who lived in that area. And I lived, yeah. I went to school at NYU at that time yep. and I lived yep. in Brooklyn and so I lived there um, during that time. So um, am I, because even the, the type of thyroid cancer that I have is so rare. Um, and the only other person in this area that I know that had it or has yeah. had it as well, yeah. also lived in New York City at that time. Wow. So I don't know. Yeah. But then the other people that I know that have had, so, cause tall cell is, it's a variant of papillary thyroid cancer and it's a really rare one. It's just very rare. Um, so even if you have thyroid cancer, like very few people will actually get, have these more aggressive ones. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't think my girls necessarily have a higher chance of thyroid cancer. 
Um, unfortunately for them, they probably have a higher chance for colon cancer because we have such a family history of colon cancer and yeah. that tends to run in families. Thyroid cancer um, doesn't necessarily run in families. Um, I do have a lot of thyroid disease in my family. If you have thyroid disease, like in your family, you should absolutely, you know, get checked regularly yeah. and have your kids checked. Mm. I think the other thing too, is if you have Hashimoto's, everyone should have an ultrasound of their thyroid at some point. Um, it's shocking to me how many people that is just not part of their care plan. Um, and I'll tell you in the year and a half or whatever, since I was diagnosed and this process has been going on for me, um, I have been, be, by me talking about this, directly connected to at least seven different people either being diagnosed wow. or um, having partial thyroidectomies um, because of tumors that weren't cancer, um, but were, you know, pushing on their windpipe or making it all these symptoms. They couldn't swallow well. They kind of yeah. thought like yeah. they were brushing it off. Right. Sure. Um, so I've been really vocal because I'm just so thankful that I had early detection and all the junk that I'm going to deal with the rest of my life. Cause my body is not the same. Yeah. Um, it could be a lot worse. Right. <laughs> could be a lot worse. It so could. what, what's your, what's your recommendation? What's the, what, what do you want to leave people with today to make sure that they are doing what they can do from home? Like, yeah. So what's check the smartest your neck. thing you can do from home? Check your neck. It should never really like your thyroid. It's right. You know, like you, your collarbone, sure. like for guys, you have an Adam's apple. It's sort of yeah. right behind there. Um, and it, it shouldn't hurt. I don't really so have an Adam's apple. I'm a, I'm a bit of a princess. <laughs> like some guys have Adam's apple. I'm like, that's so mannish. Yeah. Right. I don't like, really, I just have a, I just have a fat Irish neck, I guess. I don't know. I, it's, it's there, but it's yeah. Not. But so it would be right around there, right behind there. Okay. When you go for your physical and the yeah. doctor feels your neck, that's what yeah. they're feeling for actually yeah. is they're feeling for any swelling, any lumps. If you feel a bump in there, that's not normal. Um, you know, let your doctor know, like yeah. you shouldn't feel any bumps in there. If it hurts to touch, that's a sign that it's yeah. inflamed. It's, and sometimes people don't know until they actually that's how most thyroid cancer is detected is actually um, at a physical appointment. Huh. They go for their physical and the doctor asks you to swallow. They stand yeah. behind you and ask you to swallow. Yeah. Yeah. They're feeling your thyroid and um, all human beings have them unless they've been removed. Um, right. Like you, all, we all have it. Which um, you should know if that happened. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah that, re that really good weekend in Cabo. I don't know. I woke up with this scar and I feel great. Yeah. I mean, the other thing too, is I think that if you could get it detected early enough and, you know, if you did have a tumor, I know lots of people who have little thyroid nodules that will never yeah. ever turn to cancer. They'll yeah. never be anything. Yeah. They just watch them and keep an eye on them. I know yeah. people who've had portions of their thyroid removed and yeah. they, they don't even need to take medication. Yeah. That's amazing. Right. Yeah. Like, um, that wasn't an option for me. Um, but you know, and it's taken what a year to finally get me on the right medication at the right dose. Right. Um, I mean, we traveled in what February and I was buzzing like a top. I was yeah. manic. Um, 
because I just had too much hormone in my body. Right. Like we just hadn't figured it out. So, um, you know, it's a process, like it's a, and I think if you just don't feel right, like keep pushing, you know, because I think had I not all the time, where would I be right now? Honestly, because (laughs) I had one of the, one of my, um, one of my thyroid tumors, the largest one was like right next to my carotid artery. And, and it was full of a really nasty little cancer and had it gotten in there, it would have been through my whole body. And I, you know, and I would have had a very different outcome and I'm not saying it's been easy because it hasn't been easy. Um, but you know, I have now more days where I feel like myself than, you know, um, so I think that's just like, if you feel like something's wrong, please don't wait, go get checked, check your neck. Uh, September is actually thyroid cancer awareness month. So we just finished that month of, um, you know, being really public. Um, and if you have any family history of any kind of cancer, go get checked. You know, I just, (laughs) I just had my first colonoscopy, which was not great. great Yeah. Well, it was great because it detected some stuff that needed to be removed. Yeah. And, um, you know, going forward, I likely, hopefully will never end up with colon cancer because again, they got in there early. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like eventually you're just going to be ahead on a stick. We'll just wheel you around. Yeah. I mean, we're taking all the parts, taking all the parts, but you know, well, and now I'm just, okay. So I'm just eating fruit and vegetables and like, (laughs) I'm already gluten-free and like 90% dairy free. Yeah. Um, you're still not take, cocktail free. That's why we're still friends. Oh, you're not cocktail free. Yeah, yeah, take yeah. the red meat. Yeah. The red meat's gone. I haven't had red meat since my colonoscopy on what September 5th or whatever yeah. day I went. Yeah. So yeah, that's gone. It's over. So I just, you know, I think just trust yourself and trust your body. And if the doctor's trying to, you know, give you a mental health check, also say, great, I'll do the mental yeah. health check. Yeah. And, and I yeah. need an ultrasound. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My neck doesn't feel great. Well, I guess, I, and that's what I want to leave people with. My yeah. concern, because I'm a doctor and I play one on yeah. television. Um, yeah. My concern is right now with everything going on with COVID is that people are yes. putting stuff off because they don't want to be in a hospital because they still feel there's such a heightened threat around medical facilities or uh, it can wait. There's more important, there's more pressing stuff. They need the, you know, the hospitals are not overwhelmed right now. Knock on for Micah. That being said uh, to Aaron's point, if you, if you need to push, push to get the diagnosis you need, if you feel there's something wrong, explore the hell out of it. And if you were putting something off before, I appreciate that because the hospitals were overrun. They're not right now. So get your appointment, get in, get the, get the, whatever physical or scan or treatment that you would normally go in for on a six month, three month, 12 month basis. Uh, get back in line and get yourself in there to get checked out. Cause that's my biggest fear is on the other side of all this. We've ignored all yeah. this typical checkups that would have been taking place. And I think there's going to be a run of people that get there too late. And that will be a horrifying experience. Well, and I almost was that person, right? Yeah. So my colonoscopy was supposed to be in March and it got postponed essentially sure. because of COVID. Yep. Um, postponed to September, they yep. called me. Yep. And, and, and the story that I struggled with in my own brain was I'm 43. I'm probably 
not that high risk. Yep. If they if they rescheduled it, then it's probably not that big a deal. Yeah. Right. And and honestly, they found something not great in there. <laughs> I mean, I had five inches of my colon taken out. So all right, everyone. Well, join us next week. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I could have told myself that story. We'll like, have links to all the photos here on the page. <laughs> You don't want to see them. No, but I mean, like, I don't know. Just no, go. Know. Like, yeah. the thing, like, you're like, oh, well, they put off my breast exam. I don't need yeah. to go. Right. Well, the doctor's just looking at their schedule and they're moving you. They don't know right. that you have a lump because right. you didn't tell them. Right. Communicate at a high so level. go get it checked. Bang the drum. Right. Awesome. Thanks yeah. for sharing your story, kiddo. I, it's a lot. <laughs> it is. And we don't, yeah. people are just like, are they going to post the photos? We're not going to post any photos. No, you, you don't want to, Aaron. I don't think you do. Them. Yeah, no, we don't need I to. I mean, you can go to my Facebook and you can see uh, the story of my scar because I, I have shared a lot of those pictures of the, yep. um, you know, and now that my, you can't really see my scar that much. I don't have as much opportunity to be like, when people are like, what is that from? It's from thyroid cancer. Get your neck yeah. checked. Get your right? neck checked. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, we are going to be back at it next week. Uh, we've got a few people teed up. I don't know necessarily who's joining us. It will be a little more lighthearted than today's conversation, although today's yeah. conversation was important, needed to be had. Uh, I think uh, we need to be aware of the fact that with everything else going on, um, our health and things that we're going to run into are still taking place. So please go see your doctor. If you've got a concern, uh, go get it yeah. checked and uh, and. And whatever you got put off for the last six months because of COVID. Yeah, don't do it anymore. Yeah, don't do it anymore. Get back in line. Because yeah. yeah. it's so much fun. Posting all the people, the so dentist, get, the get in front doctor. Of it. Yes, get in front of it. <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you soon, Erin. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next week right here at Unscripted. Please like and share and uh, tell your friends if this is a um, an experience that you're enjoying. Again, a, a little heavy with the material this week, although an important conversation. And uh, we endeavor to keep bringing you stories of people that we know that are leaning into their passion and doing what they truly love. And uh, we appreciate you watching this, sharing this, and liking this. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys.